Hi, I'm Michael Etchens from In Excess. Thank you very much for coming backstage with Access All Areas, okay? Hope you have a good time. Welcome to this Access All Areas, episode 130, the podcast that aims to dive deep as B tries to put me off into all things great about in excess, get the band into the Rock Hall of Fame, do it with a bunch of compadres and friends and patrons, and have a fun listening experience, B. Hello hello to you. Thanks for trying to put me off in my intro. How are you? <laughs> Always. I'm good, mate. I am very, very, very good saying that... Um... The biggest weekend that we've ever had. And we, like I said, we are a very busy podcast, but we have a very amazing crew behind us that we came do. To we see do. And uh, I was just worrying whether you have Hayden fatigue or whether I have beef fatigue, but I don't think so. It was good hanging out and we had a yes. big laugh on the weekend. And mm-hmm. for those who who don't know, we, uh, we're very fortunate. We're going to go into this today to uh, go watch the guys in Don't Change in Wollongong and then traverse up to Sydney to go to Bondi and have the Michael 25th anniversary sort of get together, put together by Greg Pirano and Richard Simkin. So uh, a great weekend had by all B. Um, and I think it was great just putting some faces to names and meeting some new uh, NXS alumni as new well. New and old. It was fantastic. Lots of emotions. I can't wait to share our weekend with you. I know some well, of you were watching on <laughs> on YouTube and whatever we were doing. So I'm oh, glad. I was going to ask you, uh, how has uh, our in excess week, weekend been? But uh, the broader broader perspective, B, I guess uh, it is a, a seven-day, uh, well, actually, maybe it's close to 10. Uh, what is it now? What do we, oh, okay. It's about eight, nine days since Michael's anniversary podcast we had. Um, I guess the, the post uh, fallout of that, um, it felt great to put our little bit of um, effort into, you know, just the fans who love Michael and, and be a forum where people could listen to. And it wasn't a big episode, but um, we were glad we were able to do something for the occasion. Done lots though, didn't we? I, in fact, Hayden, I've just put a video onto YouTube. It was a stroke of genius that me and Genevieve, I've put some visuals together of Michael starting from when he was a tiny baby all the way up to 97. And what we decided to do was not put any music to it so then we we're asking people to download the music so that they can listen to the visuals at the same time and it works beautifully so wow. try and find a yeah subscribe to our youtube channel and then you'll be able to see it we've put it on our facebook page already yeah and look one of the you know sort of takeaways from the weekend i guess was um uh, we had a chance to go down and see the don't change guys and then obviously back up in sydney but um, just being able to sort of connect with a, a lot of our patrons and people who uh, support us over the journey. We're going to thank them and elaborate a little bit later. But um, it was great, great seeing a lot of Indian Access T-shirts around again, wasn't it, B? Yeah. Uh, we're at the Wollongong, Wollongong gig and, mm-hmm. you know, it was spot the non-Indian Access T-shirt. And uh, mm-hmm. over the weekend I saw a Listen Like Thieves uh, yeah. T-shirt from 
37 years ago mm-hmm. and I saw X Factor T-shirts and Kick and yep. uh, and then I was uh, standing next to the gig with Paul Jolly Shabu Shabar the other night and, uh, wow, does Paul Jolly know his music? He gave me a complete retrain uh, about a band and he picked up all the, uh, the, the odd mistake or, or the excellent drumming work and the uh, the riff of something for I could pick it. So kudos to you, Paul. Uh, thanks for coming down from uh, Penrith down to Wollongong uh, to hang out with myself as you girls were front of stage. <laughs> oh, is that where you were? All right, we were, well, we were 10 well, yards behind oh. you watching the band and watching your shenanigans. Okay, all right. <laughs> My shenanigans. Um, yes. Well, we'll talk about that later, but i tell you what. We shall. I won't yeah. tell you who it was, but you might be able to yeah. guess. But um, yeah. I, I looked in the back of my car and there was loads of goodies. So we've got some giveaways and some auction oh, prizes for right. everybody, which we will tell people about at the end yes. of the show. Yes, 100%, 100%. And uh, I guess overall, B, anything come across your desk in the last week other than goodies? Things have come across your car, uh, et cetera. But uh, anything uh, to report in uh, nationally or anything uh, coming across the B Express? Oh, God, Hayden, now you're asking. Have I put you on the spot? You have put me on the spot a little bit, yes. Um, I met a few people while I was away. Oh, I tell you what, I I, I ended up getting to see Chris Cafaro, which was yes. wonderful. So he's got his exhibition starting um, this weekend. So we will give you the dates of that at the very end of the show. But, now, for um, new listeners here, just quickly, just explain Chris again, what yes. uh, uh, he was. Chris Cafaro is a... Um, is a photographer and he was very lucky to be able to be in the music industry and take photos of a lot of the the bands and his his start off was Michael George Michaels actually um you know okay. the one with the guitar that was yep, yep. that was Chris's one. Yeah. yeah I mean yeah. he was telling us some amazing stories about um you know how that sort of um, launched launched his career and uh, mm. George Michael showed him how to have a really good time so right, we'll, okay. uh, we won't go too much into that but um yeah it was great to see him we had dinner together and he came over to the other bar afterwards but yes i wish i was going i wish i lived back in sydney because there's just so much going on now yes and look for this listeners there we have a double episode with chris i think back uh Ooh. some 10 15 episodes ago so you can go back and listen to that one well, did i do uh, a double with him uh, actually, might be single. That's right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. He'd uh, like but- it, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, look, it was great being in Sydney, etc. There, and uh, the heavens erupted. I guess uh, during our little <gasps> exercise on the Sunday, we will share that a bit oh, later. But my goodness. Um, we did happen to uh, at our gigs hand out. I think I was out there handing out the little uh, HR, uh, not HR, the um, QR, QR codes, codes yeah. uh, around the Wollongong uh, concert there, and we have picked up some patrons over the last week. So maybe B might throw to you and welcome our new patrons and our experienced ones aboard. I'd like to say hello to everybody outside on the highway. Let's all say hello to everybody outside. It's about ten thousand people at least. Hello. Well, it's a big hello to our honorary members, Tim Farris, Nick Egan, Mock Opitz, Richard Simpkins, Cameron Adams, Mary Woods, Darren Jones, and Paul Jolie. Our patrons, Cameron, Laurie, Carrie-Anne, Danielle, Sarah Markham, Sarah Camier, Dr. Jim, Katie, Lisa Mack, Anne-Marie, Susan P, Susan B, 
Foxy, Pedro, Mandy, Matt, Linda, Yvonne, Caroline, Amanda H, Amanda V, David, Tracy, Paul Bridges, Paul Buckley, Sandrine, Ella, Ryder, Tony, Erica, Abigail, Martin, Val, Jim, Matey, happy birthday, um, Kelly, Jackie, Sean, Sheila, Shannon, Helen, Brett, Suzanne, Laurel, Bard, Genevieve, Shelby, Manny, Laurie, Jill, Yari, Laos, Heidi, Paula, Lisa, Urban, Angie, Nancy, Juliet, Scott, Anthea, Maria, Nicole, Tracy, Darren, Vernon, Jamie, Diana, Stefan, Andrew, Georgie, Stephen, Keisha, Mark, Vern and Shane. Welcome to the podcast, Shane. You were so fun at the weekend. Oh, and our special mentions. Sue D, Joe Robbins, John A. Vink, Michael Spriggs, Glenn Davis, Paul Boosley and Jay Finley. Welcome to the podcast. Well, as we alluded to a bit earlier, our topic that's going to be up soon is all about the fans, and it's going to be on tour with In Excess fans. So this is a podcast that uh, even if you weren't there, uh, we felt you in spirit. A lot of you communicated with us over this Michael week, and we're going to share lots of stories about the people we met in Sydney and Wollongong, and also a lot of the love and, and almost like a fan engagement sort of uh, topic today, B. So we probably don't need to do fan engagement at the, uh, the end today, because this is all about fan engagement during what is a very, very special week for Michael's passing uh, and also a big shout out to the band and those close to Michael who would equally be feeling what we what we all felt and still uh, feel these days today so looking forward to going through that topic soon B but uh, it is now time for it's time for the news hi it's Dave from England and you're listening to in excess access all areas with Hayden and B and now it's time for the news All right, B. Well, great news. I guess uh, the very best of in excess uh, album has re-entered the charts. Now, it hasn't come in with a, f- a massive bang, but it's coming in from 56 to 49. So Yay. it does uh, rear its head. Yes. Yeah, and maybe we'll build on it for uh, the next week uh, that uh, the charts do their collating. Gig Watch, uh, B, at the time of recording, I think the Don't Change boys may be just coming off stage at uh, Penrith yes. uh, or going on stage, but um, great gig that we'll elaborate on and they're, uh, I guess, going to have the Penrith in for a treat. Uh, also, excitingly, here in Victoria, Australia, uh, in excessive for playing down at Bairnsdale uh, on the 18th of March 2023. Uh, and also, B, I've uncovered a new in excess cover band, I believe. I haven't heard of these guys. They're called In Excess Revived. Okay. okay. So they've uh, they've done mouth to mouth. Okay. And they've revived. <laughs> My job. <laughs> I know. Uh, but uh, on Australia Day next year, they're joining up uh, Early Beach with uh, the Australian Crawl cover band Reckless. So it's going to be NSS Revived and the uh, Aussie Crawl uh, cover band Reckless are going to be playing at Early Beach on the 26th of January, uh, which is our Australia Day next year, uh, which is exciting for those on holidays or living nearby. Uh, speaking of albums also to uh, be, uh, the Switch album this particular week celebrates its birthday at the time of recording. So happy anniversary to Switch. Uh, it was released on November 29, 2005. 17 years, is that right? 17 years. Mm-hmm. And what's been really exciting on 
Twitter is that, you know, uh, a lot of the feedback was, oh, yeah, I wasn't quite sure how this album would go. But, you know, after listening to it a few times, I really do like it. And songs like Afterglow and Devil's Party and Mm. Pretty Vegas and um, God's Top Ten particularly, they still resonate with our listeners, even though Mm. it's not a Michael album, B. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people have interacted with us over that. Thank you, Laurie, for putting that out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I've only had one bad um, review back someone saying yeah. oh this was the yuckiest part of their career and I'm like no it wasn't yeah, they, yeah. you well, know just leave them alone <laughs> yes that's right well there's context around everything you know it's yes. a bit hard you go to work one day and you know one of your major parts of your work existence is no longer there because they've passed away so yes. I think they uh, handled the hiatus between Michael's passing and then recording this was eight years so actually they, they, yes Actually, be actually me. Actually, did <laughs> yes. you did you listen to Cameron Adams' production um, on his um, podcast that he did? Did well, uh, I've listened to parts of it, but not all of it just yet. But keep okay. going. All right. So um, Andrew went on and talked about the um, Switch album. Did yep. you know why it was called the Switch album? Well, I think they were initially going to call it from switching from female uh, yeah. male singer to oh, a female singer. Know. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, that you, you did. You did know, and he just said yeah. she just wasn't there at the rock star, so they put. I think it might be John. John might have mentioned that. Oh, was it John? I think, I think it was John. Yeah, because oh, okay. um, I did sort of see that just during my research a little bit there. But mm. you're right. No, exactly. I think, and also I think it was just switch. You know, uh, from you know one period to another. Um, they've always liked snappy titles, X, mm. Kick, Switch. You know, mm. things that are simple. Um, it's a shame so, they weren't um, at, at, at the uh, weekend. That girl sang really well, didn't she? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Now, look, obviously there are tons of articles over the last week or so uh, on Michael's sort of passing 25 years ago. So most of them have been quite tasteful and respectful. So, you know, if you want to go and do a search and look at some of those, there are some good things out there. Um, also, I think too, B, you may be aware of this, uh, but Vance Choi, the man behind the song Riptide, has come out with a cover of Don't Change uh, for the Like A Version sessions. Now, Like A Version, uh, not Virgin, uh, is a Triple J initiative that's been going for probably 10, 15 years where various artists come into the studio and play a song that they love and they've got this various releases you can find on uh, all your musical platforms. It's called Like a Version, uh, and Vance Joy gives his version of Don't Change. And as I said, Vance Joy's had some great international success. He's a former AFL reserves player, footy player, who uh, went on to, as I said, make Riptide about five, six years ago, which went top 40 in America. He's released a lot of other songs around Australia and overseas and uh, does a very, very faithful and generous cover uh, of that song, B. Yeah, uh, I liked cool. it. Yeah, I liked it a lot. And I think even David uh, Gordon liked it as well. He made a point. Yeah. <laughs> Also, too, just to read a bit earlier, you know, on the Listen R app, uh, there is the the NXS interviews that some are done with Cameron, some done with some other sources there. Uh, but it is pretty exciting to have a deep dive, obviously, on the uh, retrospective to Michael in the 25 years. So we do encourage you to listen to that. Also, too, John Stevens uh, of Noiseworks, who have got a cracker album out, B. I've been playing it in the car every day. The album's mm-hmm. Evolution, mm-hmm. great new album, worst album cover. Uh, it is fantastic uh, to listen to. So if you are a John Stevens fan and noise works, uh, do yourself a favour. But uh, he put out a nice heartfelt uh, tribute to Michael on his Facebook page that you can actually see. Uh, I bought my noise works tickets for February. Ooh. So I've got two tickets to there. So I'm excited about that. Nice. Uh, and also I think Helena Christensen uh, very lovingly put out a nice little tribute to Michael oh, yes. with some pictures in the week yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nothing from his- Kylie. 
No, no, but no. she was at his funeral and just goes to show even in uh, post-relationship breakup, the women still loved him, B. Yeah, they did. My yeah. goodness, didn't I? We, we heard most about that over the weekend, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, we did, we did, we did. What stays on the road trip. But mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, now a couple of last little matters there. Uh, there's a great little publication with Andrew. Um, now, it might have been recorded a, a few weeks ago, but saw it today on the, uh, it's called the News Channel Nebraska, and uh, there's a sit-down that goes for about 30 six minutes with Andrew uh, with a lady interviewing him about NXS and his moving the country type Americana sort of music. So do yourself a favor there. If you Google that, it's available. And also too, there's a good little episode. I think it's, uh, there's a podcast called ongoing history of new music. It's a bit of an oxymoron there, but uh, ongoing history of new music. There's episode 965 that's dedicated to Michael and in excess. Uh, and he goes about 30 minutes, but it's a good okay. little listen yep. as well. If you uh, want to digest all things in excess content uh, available. So not just us, B. Not just us, no. We're not. We're not alone. <laughs> but B, that's the end of the news. A bit of a jam-packed sesh, uh, section of news there for all our listeners. Hope you enjoy. Hey, this is Tim Farris. Big shout out to Hayden and B. Also, want to say hello to all the listeners and NXS fans. Thanks for listening. I love you, Hayden and B. You're doing a great job. Keep it up. from Middleburg, the Netherlands. You're listening to In Excess, Access All Areas with Hayden and B. And now it's time for the topic of the week. All right, B, well, this is a little bit of a dedication to In Excess fans, both in Australia and overseas, and everything that related to, I guess, Michael's passing um, 25 years ago. And we've had a bit of a bumper week last weekend, particularly, and then going into this week, just with a lot of fan engagement. So it's almost like a, a fan engagement dedication this week. So we will do a bit of uh, thank yous to people, but we will try and um, just get into the detail of what our weekend looked like and and just the, the experience of all hanging out from... Uh, uh, I guess a collective, uh, you know, common interest, which is in excess, but people all around the planet and globe who we interacted with, yeah? Yeah, lots of people, lots of people. Did you meet people at the airport on the way? Uh, I don't know if we met people at the airport because I was, I was too focused about getting my high car. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, but, yeah, you uh, had a bit of a problem with that, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, first world problems, doesn't matter. Um <laughs> But, uh, look, I guess we're a bit of a backdrop, B. You headed down to Wollongong through your own sort of devices and things, and, and I headed down there as well. And uh, I guess we've got this little core of uh, real in-excess patron alumni that uh, regularly turn up uh, to all of the, you know, don't change gigs, the in-excess access areas, uh, access all areas gigs and things. And uh, let's do a bit of a shout-out to some of those inner sanctum people that, you know, were setting up the table, helping, uh, you know, promote our podcast at the Wollongong gig, uh, and those regulars always seem to uh, find the extra mile for us. Oh, I would love to shout them out. I want to start with my best buddy, Sarah Camia. Um, she was my driver for the day from um, from the Northern Beaches all the way down to Wollongong. And she actually put me to bed that night. I was absolutely exhausted from uh, um, managing everybody. It was totally amazing, though. So, yes, we've got um, some really good people that help us out on that day. And I'd love to give them a big shout as we go along. But, yeah, Sarah. 
Sarah, you are an amazing woman. Thank you so much um, for doing some of the filming on the day as well and just keeping me calm. Now, just bring the picture, uh, the gig that the Don't Change Boys put together for Wollongong, um, and as we could probably say, be at the time of recording this, mm. you were on a little bit of a, a Blair, uh, Karen, Karen Peters stalking uh, site, weren't you? Uh, Was I? Uh, <laughs> no, Blair was actually uh, very, very appreciative of our support at the uh, the gigs. So thank you for saying thank you. Yeah, Blair, it's, but, just, um, it's just come on as a live thing that he does. Yeah. He, he always does something live just before he goes out on, st- on stage. And they're down yeah. at Panthers tonight. Yeah. Um, they've got another gig later Is that on. Is Penrith around there? Penrith, yeah, that's yep. it. Penrith Pan- Panthers. And then next week he's over at Mona Vale, which I'm very tempted to go back down because um, there's a few things going on in Sydney at the moment. But, um, yeah, so he always does a live um, thing and he's just given us a shout-out. So that was really nice. Thank you, Blair. So just to paint the picture, you know, we got to the gig. Um, as I said, we were a cast of thousands, you know, well, cast of 15 of us probably roughly there from uh, the Inner Sanctum. What time did you turn up, Hayden? To the gig. Uh-huh. Oh, look, I got to the gig uh, before they went on. I was there right on time. That's been 30, yeah. Let's let's digress a little bit because there was a support band playing. And mm. it was Barnstorm, isn't it? That's what he goes by? Yes. Well, I met Scotty, um, I think, while you were in bed, and I did a little interview with them, with um, Scotty and Blair, and I'd like to actually play that now, if that's okay. Yeah, go for it. Blair Dwyer, lead singer, don't change. Scott Medford, lead singer, Barnstorm. Well, how lucky am I? I'm here backstage with Blair Dwyer from Don't Change and Scott Bedford, Bart Bedford yep. from, yeah, that's all right. from Barnstorm. Yep. And uh, yeah, we are very lucky tonight. We are going to see both of them in action. You're going on first, is that right? That's correct, yep. Excellent. Have you been to this venue before? Never. I used to live in Wollongong up until 2004. Oh, and I've uh, never been here. So we're very honoured and very pleased to be given the opportunity to play here. Yeah. And how With cool these guys. Is, yeah. yeah. How cool is the feeling as you first walk into this? It's oh, good. This place God. has some history. Yeah. It has yeah. a lot of history. Well, yeah. in excess, have played here, haven't they? Mm-hmm. They did, but not with my. Michael is that mm, right? Correct, yeah. yeah. So we're gonna write that tonight, aren't we? You're gonna be honoring it. Oh my <laughs> god, it's gonna be awesome. Let's carry on. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> How cool is that? <laughs> so I mean I think you know it's great having sort of I guess alumni in, in, in Barnstorm there. You know, which is the Jimmy Barnes sort of cover act, and uh, I guess it sets itself up for good times. We were hoping uh, would be played later, uh, but you know the crowd really got into that early and really sort of set up the Don't Change Boys with a very sort of uh, uh, great sort of set there between chisel songs and Jimmy Barnes songs. Then the band came on, and uh, uh, I guess it was exciting. Uh, I guess with the girls down the front row there, you had your little collective and little ensemble there of the uh, Inner Sanctum there on the front row at the stage B. 
Okay, yes, there was a big gang of us, Paul Boozy and Glenn, Glenn was there and um, Rob and um, Carmen. There was quite a lot of us, boys and girls there, having a nice crowd of us. It was lovely having everyone by your side. Now, me and Paul Jolly, we were acting like the two cool kids, uh, like the two guys from the Muppets, you know, sitting, uh, standing a little bit back from uh, to the side there, uh, having a little bit of a look on there. But uh, uh, as I said a bit earlier, credit to Paul, definitely a, a muso's muso. He was able to... Uh, Definitely pick up on riff changes and you know a couple of little you know production gaffes, but uh, more importantly, some of the sort of the great um, you know performances that sort of followed up, and particularly the drums, which Paul is uh, very very good at. Well, Paul's a drummer, isn't he? So that'd be cool for yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. That was the first time I've met Paul Jolie. Was it the first time you met him? Uh I think it might have been actually. Ooh. I feel like we know him so well because I we know. see him on the podcast. But I know it might just be yeah. And I want to thank him, actually, because he was one of my heavies on the night, bringing things backwards and forwards for me out of the car. So thank you, Paul. Absolutely. And he'd just come off fresh off a gig that day at a festival mm. uh, out west of Sydney. But um, now, the band came on, B. Now, I uh, opened up with Heaven Sent, which uh, I guess was a, a great opening song that I guess when we think about, uh, you know, the time and the period for Michael, uh, it was a really good sort of choice to open up the gig with. Awesome. Good choice. Yes. We all had a little bet on what would be uh, the first one. So we didn't, I don't think we never picked up that one at all. Yeah. Now, now the band, uh, I guess, just to, to summarize a little bit of the set, they went on to play about 25, maybe 26 songs. Mm-hmm. And um, they, did something which was actually really, really, uh, you know, kudos to them. They they really didn't stop. They might have gone off for one or two encores, but we're talking 45 seconds off stage, straight back on. And um, I know Blair, after the gig, was was particularly keen to keep the flow and the momentum going, B. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. One of your favourites was, I remember, you said when they interluded um, White Boy. Oh, yes. Well, uh, I guess probably I should be a gentleman and ask you, what was your favourite song of the night first? Oh, really? Because uh, oh, you asked gosh. me, and I, and I think uh, uh, I would like to elaborate a moment, but uh, you've got the new ball. What, I, well, I, what don't song? Wanna, I don't want to step on your toes, but there was two moments for me, really. Okay. Yeah, um, what did you love? Well, well, I don't know if I – well, I did love it. I just wasn't expecting it, and I just burst into tears, and it took me a long time to recover. But he – talked about Michael and he said, you know, the reason why we're here, one of the reasons we're here tonight is, you know, to celebrate the life of Michael. And then he just went straight into not enough time. And he said that we had given him that idea and I just couldn't compose myself, but it was a, it, it was a strange one for me because I sort of like, you know, it was beautiful, but I was very taken back and then the other one was when they did the um the u2 um song stuck in a moment and um i was very very lucky to have been backstage earlier on in the day and hearing them rehearse that and i wish i'd recorded it and it was beautiful just him and matty b backstage with the guitar and it was beautiful then and when they sang it on stage it really um, brought it home for me again yeah so they came in and played uh, Stuck in a Moment I think in one of the mm. encores there and again relevant to you know a lyric that was really about uh, a conversation that Bono you know would have loved to have had with Michael and mm. uh, that's what the conversation sort of really was it's sort of Michael saying something to Bono and Bono say something back to him and yeah. if you go back and sort of 
you know, look at those lyrics. It really is a sort of a, a call and, uh, and and respond type song and definitely appropriate for the night, B, which was great. Yeah, yeah, no, it was perfect. And the other thing was when um, Blair was up in the, on, on top uh, in a cage, do you remember seeing that? But I was like, "Where is he?" Oh, well, yeah, he moved around the venue a little bit and popped up, and then came yeah. back through the, through he was the crowd in the dance and things. Cage, wasn't he on top of us yeah. all? I'm like, "Whoa!" Yeah. And look, we don't get in excess gigs to visit these days, so I guess we are really having to sort of, you know, I guess uh, allocate our motivations and our musical passions to see live music from in excess to cover bands. So mm. allow us to keep indulging uh, everybody, but, um, you know, uh, the bands out there around the world do a fantastic job, and yeah. I don't think I've ever really been to a bad in excess cover band sort of gig. But um, one of the interesting things for me is they they got into play What You Need and then halfway sort of through the song they then veered in to play that funky music white boy that's right and then came back to the big sort of Wembley type play the riff Timmy sort of thing yeah and it was a really tight song and I thought, just oh, that's shows cool. you what good musicians they are they're very tight aren't they they're yeah. very good mm. and I was thinking to myself and going geez I wish in excess had written play that funky music white yeah. boy it's such a <laughs> it's such a song for them in they're a way because they're it is. white guys who really spearhead a, a real funk revival you know mm, mm, yeah no it is it's their signature yeah Well, this is the second time they've ever met. The first time I met them was when they came to Coffs Harbour, and and Scotty was just in the audience, and he said he's in a he's in a tribute band for um, for Jimmy Barnes. He got on there and just absolutely nailed it. And uh, whoa, it was brilliant, wasn't it? They did such a good job. Peters go on. What do you think of Don't Change? Yeah, well, it's great in the sense that I've, in the last probably eight weeks, I've seen the inaccessible guys in Melbourne and I've mm-hmm. seen the Don't Change guys, you know, in Wollongong. So um, I think, you know, as I said, I think Dave's voice for inaccessible is as close to Michael as I've heard. So if I'm looking at a, you know, a comparison, I think the vocal of Dave in Melbourne is is a lot closer. I think Blair, you know, has just the swagger and the moves and the um the performance, you know, the, the stagecraft and performance yeah. of mm-hmm. Michael. And I think that's a good way of distinguishing them. I think the the inaccessible boys in Melbourne are, as you pointed out, I think, are really quite theatrical in their movements and really play off each other. Mm. Um, I think the uh, guitarist uh, uh, to the left of Blair, um, is it Maddie, I think, is that right? The blondie one. Yeah. Yeah, Maddie B. 
Yeah, I think his guitar playing was he's exceptional. So, oh, he's an amazing. Yeah. You, you should hear him sing. He didn't do that this this time around, but he usually does Pretty Vegas. Fantastic. And I guess we've got some really great footage for those who, who mm. aren't aware, B, that, um, and we want to thank our patrons. You know, a lot of the money that our patrons g- had given us, we've, we put into a camera lady whose name was... Maria. Just just so you're aware, guys, you know, we paid, well, you guys, you patrons, you paid Maria um, to mm. effectively come on tour with us and, and we video uh, filmed uh, a lot of key parts of the gig, but uh, she was standing almost behind Blair on stage. Um, mm-hmm. It's almost like, you know, the searching film clip at the uh, film clip at the Ari Awards where we've got the camera on stage. Yeah. And she, she was having a great old time there, wasn't yeah. she? Yeah, she, she said she was a bit struck at first to go, yeah. oh, my God, and but she really got into it. I think he had so, to shoot off the stage, didn't she? <laughs> and, and I haven't really asked you this, but I, I guess with the film that she's taken, uh, you're putting it together, I guess, into a little montage of things? Uh, she's got my hard drive, and I realised that I've got a lot of our stuff on this hard drive that I've given her, so I'm like a little bit like, I hope I get my hard drive back. So that's yes. in the post coming to me. I've had a lot of um, files sent already, which I can yeah. use today, but the actual um, movie little mini movie that we'll make will be coming in a couple of um, weeks and Blair's going to help me with some of the audio as well so that'll be fun yeah fantastic mm. I think what uh, was the takeaway B was just the interesting way they mixed up the set list it didn't feel like it was cliche they had a few little you know sideline sort of shifts to different songs from different albums um, again we spoke about the Bono cover uh, sorry the U2 cover uh, with Stuck in a Moment but you know they played things like Please You Got That from Full Moon which was awesome. But, uh, you know, they mix, mixed it up a little bit with just playing different tracks from the albums uh, at different rates. And it just sort of kept us guessing and a few little left turns there. You know, Beautiful Girl, you know, you don't always see cover bands play that. Obviously, you know, Heaven Sent opened the show, which we said earlier. You know, The GIF was played, which was a fantastic version. Not every cover cover band plays that. Um, I don't think they played Lee Wasted, did they? Yes, they did. They did? Yes. Oh, they did. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, there you go. They played a leading way. So they play. Oh, <laughs> they played. Don't lose your head, which was great. You know, uh, which again, not not many bands play. Yeah, yeah. No, it was a great full list. We treated really well, weren't we? And he came into the audience, and you know, gave us us crowd a big hug as well, which was awesome. And he stole Lisa Mac's um, horns, and uh, I think they slid down over his eyes at one point. They did. It did look like the devil, hey. Obviously, never tear us apart. Don't change at the end. Uh, with a bit of stuck in the moment, you can't get out of in the middle. Uh, it was a great end to the show. Uh, Blair had four or five wardrobe changes, not for vanity or sheer imitation purposes, but he sweats a lot and he was going hardcore, wasn't he? <laughs> he was. Yes, it was a bit of a yeah. sweaty, uh, sweaty night. No, Wish I, I had a few Peters, changes. <laughs> I know Karen Peters was hoping that he threw uh, his top into the crowd. She was uh, lobbing away, but unfortunately, Karen, maybe next time. Big thank you to Helen and her daughter, um, Hayley. Now, Hayley um, has been around, obviously, <laughs> for, since she was a baby. I think Darren Jones met her when she was first born, you know. So yeah. um, Hayley is, like, coming up through the ranks and she, there she was in the crowd and also helping out with the promo table. Bless her. So thank you, Hayley, you sweetheart. And um, I want to also thank 
she's a trooper. Oh my God. She's just one of the kindest people I've ever met. So she was amazing. And Shane, our new patron, Shane, Shane and Glenn have been high school friends since the day dot. And like yourself, have been in excess fans, both of them, since they were 10 years old. And there they were, you know, it's like a full circle, you know, there we are all in the crowd together, having fun. And uh, it was just great. And he's crazy, but I like him. Now, 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 B, just a, yes. just just a just a just a quick one. We could Doctor Jim couldn't make it the chiropractor. That's right. Right, but mm-hmm. but right. Shane gave me a free chiropractic uh, headlock Ooh. that uh, realigned uh, my back. So thanks, <laughs> Shane, for that. When we did the uh, the big sort of power power huddle at the end of the night, remember? Oh, right. Okay. He did, did he? Yeah. That's nice yeah. of him. That was nice of him. And Paul Boozy was there Not as well. Not a lot of well. subtle in, in Shane's chiropractic skills. No, no, no. <laughs> um, Paul Boozy was there as well. So thank you, Paul. You're, you're, you're a star. Um, and we want to thank Dion. Dion um, is um, Don't Change His... Um, manager she has now gone full time into this she works damn hard oh my god she works damn hard and she was next to us of her promo table and thank you for my t-shirt love my don't change t-shirt they're awesome awesome and cool um but what a great night and and we can wrap that part up because we've got a little interview that we did at the end of the evening should we go ahead and put it on yeah absolutely okay You ready? Okay, we're live, guys. Okay, so... Live. Live? Actually? Sorry, sorry. Blair, you have made so many emotions come out of me today. Tonight, I I wasn't expecting you to do live time and what we've paid in trying to get behind to the charts this week as well. That was very emotional. Thank you very much. You guys gave me the idea. Um, Seeing your posts during the week, <laughs> that was like, all right, we'll do that one. Swipped it out in Township, just, just like that. Yeah. We've played it a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but it's, um, you know, once I saw that, I'm like, yeah. that. It hit me. Yeah, it stuck in a moment. Stuck in a moment. <laughs> oh, my God. So, I'm a, I'm a mess. I'm so sweaty. My eyelashes have fell off. <laughs> um, so Let me just quickly take over because we actually have the number one, uh, don't yes. change, sorry, number two don't change fan behind Blair's mum. This, this, oh, this is Karen this Peters. Is Karen had a conniption when Blair went through the audience tonight. I saw her from a way, a way back. She's got five tickets already booked for January in Perth next year. Uh, she's got a new job recently just to fund her don't change yeah, experience. So uh, I just thought I'd say that. And then also, this is my first time seeing Don't Change. And what did you think, Hayden? I thought it was stunning. Stunning, stunning, stunning. I think Blair, you know, has a tough job. You've got to to imitate, but you've sort of got to be yourself. And Blair managed to do that fantastically. And um, the guitarists were great. Everything in the band was great. I think the gentleman on your left side who had the riffs and things like that is fantastic. Fantastic. So I apologize. I don't know what I'm saying. But um, I had a. Tonight we've had a lot of 
of her fans enjoy tonight and I think you've got even more fans after this and yeah absolutely you nailed it absolutely nailed the emotion the energy absolutely there's nothing no, it's a big night we sort of as we spoke during the week the last few weeks ago we understood that tonight meant a lot to a lot of people we um I mean treat every show like that, you know. We any anytime there's there's a room full of people celebrating music and excess we, we realise it's a bit it's it's a delicate flower for people. It's not for us to crush, we just try to do uh, do what's required, which is perform the songs, do it and enjoy it. We have a ball so it's, it's easy for us. We just get up, we like to mix up the set tonight. Hopefully we surprised you with some of the songs we played tonight. We, uh, we could have done you know a full on bangers set but we substitute we missed a couple no no just, only because the catalogue's so deep yeah you know, and like you could play 50 songs and still not yeah. cover everything so I mean, I mean you look out and everybody just had such a such a great smile on their faces yeah. on their faces so man that, that's enough for us so. all right so next time okay The party really didn't stop there, did it? And I must admit, I went to bed probably around about midnight that night. Um, the next night, we all got up and had breakfast and uh, all had a little chat about how we were going to get to Bondi. So I want to say thank you again to Sarah. She got myself, Mandy and Lisa to Bondi. And when we got there, um, we thought, oh, we'd go to the Paddo, which is the local pub in Paddington in Paddington which is in um in near Bondi we thought we'd just go into this pub there was two things that happened two signs one it was across the road from a shop called Dinosaur um, Designs who designed Michael's rings do you remember Michael's ring that looks like an onyx that's on the X album so the pub was across from there for a start right walked in the, the bar lady said to me she said, um, oh, you're in town. What you what you here for? And I says, oh, well, we're here for the Hutch Fest. And she goes, oh, I saw that. And she was quite reluctant. And then she said, I used to be Chris Murphy's PA. What of all the bars to go into? But she just said, yes, he was a bit of a character. And that's all she said. She was, I think she must have signed something to say she wouldn't say anything else. Now, but, now, Chris being an alpha male, I think he might have had a few PAs in his career. No, so I reckon. Th there could be a chance we bumped a few more around the world. But, uh, you know, there you go. So, um, well, that was that was. That was like, you know, out of the blue. Anyway, so we went to the hotel and got ourselves ready. And then uh, I think I got a phone call from you saying, where are you, B? 
Yes. Normally it's the other way around, okay, mm-hmm. but I didn't miss the opportunity to say, well, I'm on time. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, look, I, I got down to I think it was the Lamrock Cafe and, and thanks to everybody there at the Lamrock Cafe, mm. maybe except the one waitress who didn't like me very much, but we'll uh, – <laughs> we'll, uh, I'm uh, we'll, part the pair That's of okay. You. That's okay. We'll, well, it's uh, going to be we'll, a fight. We'll, we'll mention that a little bit later. But, look, <laughs> what, what ultimately this, this venue was, to give everybody a bit of a backdrop, uh, uh, Greg Piranha, who will come on our podcast soon, is was well isn't probably was Michael's best friend not because Greg says but because Michael has said mm-hmm. uh, many times over his career and Greg's a former member of Hunters and Collectors uh, yeah the benefit be recently in Melbourne I've seen Greg's latest movie that he's put together based on Heebie Jeebies the New York yeah. uh, underground sort of bar where Blondie and television and talking heads and the Ramones came out of yeah he's going um, to do Greg's another moved up to Sydney and yeah I was going to say he's going to do another one in in Bondi Another premiere. Yeah. Uh, another, another release up there for those mm. who missed it. But uh, between between him and Richard Simkin, Life in Pictures, uh, they organised just this cafe which sort of uh, right on the uh, shores of Bondi that had uh, an outdoor sort of seating area under umbrellas and uh, and uh, brought in uh, some guest vocalists to come and sing in excess tracks whilst playing. It had a big screen there of all the Wembley gigs and things like that. Uh, one of the singers who came along was a backing vocalist at the Arias in 96, one of the males there singing uh, the searching backing uh, vocals for that Aria live performance. So he came along and, um, look, he mixed up some of the songs. He had some good versions and things. Went a little bit long with uh, Never Tear Us Apart. I think it was a 24-minute Pink Floyd uh, <laughs> six-part uh, reinterpretation of Never Tear Us Apart. But, uh, uh, look, overall, you know, it was a great little atmosphere there that uh, – was set up to essentially, um, I reckon there's probably 50 to 60 people there mm-hmm. pretty much throughout the afternoon, mm-hmm. all sitting around, having a drink, remembering Michael, um, and, you know, really just being part of a little community that, you know, these occasions, you feel like you're with similar-minded people, you know, yeah. who respect the occasion, I guess, which is something I took away from it. Yeah, yeah. Well, a couple of our patrons turned up as well. So a hello to Maria and uh, Georgie. We all had a little dance at the very end there. Um, It was, it was very respectful. It was a very proper Sunday session. The sky was beautiful. It was a lovely atmosphere. The acoustics was great. And uh, um, uh, it was um, Richard's little boy. Is it Ollie? I think it Ollie yes. came round and gave out some raffle tickets for yes. um, a nice little package that uh, Sweet and Sour won. So congratulations to her, Claire's friend. Yes. And yeah, I think I went over to speak to Greg about coming on the show. And then as I'm talking to him, he said, Michael's here. And there was the clap of thunder and the rain came down and... Yes. Left us with this beautiful rainbow. It's like a gift, wasn't it? And I think you got up to make the point because it absolutely belted down and it was a sun shower. And I think Greg got up and made the point that literally, you know, 10 minutes after Michael's Michael's, uh, funeral um, at St Andrews back in 97, that uh, after the coffin was taken out to the hearse, about 10 minutes after that happened, there was a big storm as well. So it sort of felt eerily sort of coincidental, didn't it? Yes, it did. It really did. And Greg had actually made some photographs, hadn't he, of um, Michael. He'd he'd photographed them and there was lots of those about. So thank God he put them in plastic so they were protected. So Greg 
very kindly has a lot of access to photos that have never been published. Um, and he handed some out literally that had been reprinted in, you know, a, a good old, um, you know, um, you know, uh, you know, package there. We could take out a photo or two and take one away with you. Um, and he just said, don't publish them. They were private photos. And then he had some big sort of promotional type poster photos there as well that people got a chance to take away. Um, could I just do a quick little shout out to some people who I first got a chance to meet there or yeah. uh, re-engage with B? Is that okay? Okay. Yeah, so pro- probably on arrival um, when I got there, you know, like a lot of things, I looked around, I didn't recognise anyone and there was only probably about five or six people at that stage. Um, however, I saw Greg and I went up to say hello and then he said, oh, you, oh you're up from Melbourne. I go, yeah, he goes, look, there's a young guy over there from Melbourne, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and his dad's there. And anyway, we went over to the table and there was a young guy called Lockie who literally be one minute before we went on air today, Lockie yeah. called me. Aww. Okay. Now, Lockie uh, has cerebral palsy, and uh, I'm not going to use the word suffers from cerebral palsy because he no. doesn't suffer. It. He doesn't he, suffer at all because he no. is uh, as engaging and as as oh. positive as anyone I've ever met. He's gorgeous. Anyway, he's a handsome boy as well. So isn't Lockie's he? there with his X Factor T-shirt on, yeah. and uh, he's sitting next to his dad. And they said, and Greg had. Pirano said, oh, go say hello, they're from Melbourne. So I went over and sat down next to them and I said, oh, hi, how are you going? And, you know, and I said, oh, here, I'm from Melbourne. They go, yeah, yeah, And I said, and Lockie said to me, you an NXS fan? I said, yes, I am, very much so. Uh, he goes, how long have you been an NXS fan? I said, oh, so, oh, quite a while, Lockie. And I said, are you from Melbourne? He goes, yes. And I said, oh, whereabouts in Melbourne? He says, Parkdale. Well, I happen to live in Parkdale in Melbourne. So immediately I'm like, Oh, have you seen a, a car out in the street with NXS number plates? He goes, I drive past it every day. <laughs> so, so wow. We were, Lockie and I, Lockie hugged me and his dad would high five me and his dad, you know, uh, worked with Virgin and was a pilot and brought Lockie up for this, particularly for this, this one, this, this particular little function there. So that was a great little sort of moment there. Uh, then MM, Matthew Marslin, uh, oh, who was, he, yes, uh, popped over and yes. he'd been uh, fresh from, the, he'd come down from the Hunter Valley where he'd seen the cause the night before. He's a massive cause fan. Yeah. And that's uh, the Irish sort of little folky pop group. And he'd come all the way down from the Hunter Valley to the, this particular get together. And then he was flying back out to Brisbane that night. Mm-hmm. So it was good to see Matthew again. Um, yeah. For the 15th time in three years, I've asked him to come on the podcast. And for the 15th <laughs> time, he's declined. No, no, he said he might to me. Oh, okay. Well, maybe yeah. it's the female touch, but uh, <laughs> he says, oh, I'm, not, I'm not that great with public speaking. I said, Matthew, whatever you type and write and post, it's fantastic. He goes, yeah, maybe I'm better at that. <laughs> I said, well, wait, maybe we can do a typing podcast, okay? We can do a <laughs> whatever. Um, but uh, Matthew is a, a fantastic NXS fan. He mm. is the guy that has uh, more knowledge than anyone on the planet. He knows every label, every release, every every sort of sub-single, every release in different countries around the world. World, uh, and he has archival stuff that probably, uh, uh, hopefully, uh, uh, is around post his uh, time on this earth because uh, we don't want him going to the the grave like you and I be, and then all this stuff gets lost. So Matthew is just a fantastic uh, you know person within the NXS community. And it was just great seeing him, and I first met him about twenty five years ago, uh, maybe even longer than that, thirty years ago um, at NXS gigs in Melbourne as a student uh, going around the traps. And B, I think you mentioned to me there was a, a table just next to us with a couple of people there from America. I think we had, uh, uh, there was Cindy, there was Karen, there was her husband um, and uh, well, actually it might've been, uh, I think it's Samantha or Rebecca there, one of the, the two there. And the uh, the cool thing was that uh, having spoke to them, B, 
They are absolute in excess hardcore alumni. These, Absolutely. One of the ladies there, she actually had number plates, like six, seven different number plates mm-hmm. uh, in excessive, all these different things that she's used throughout her whole life. Yep. Photos with all different gigs and tours they'd been on, yep. uh, dating back to almost like the Swing and Listen Like Thieves tours. Mm-hmm. One of them had a, a picture of the uh, debut album on her bag. That's Which right. I took a photo there with the yes. Bondi backdrop there, B. Yes, it yeah. was beautiful, yeah. Um, they, they got to know yeah. them quite personally, the band, so they hung out. I think that was in the early 80s at the very beginning. Um, yeah, she was at the after party, the after, after, after party. So uh, we, yeah. we got chatting about a few things. She is a cool chick. Yes, we had a few dances together. And, and I might, and the wonders, wonders of editing, B, and the wonders of uh, a, a production, as this goes out and gets released as, uh, uh, on Sunday, B, um, I've already had lunch with them today. Oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I will, for the powers of uh, listeners, uh, let you know what I ate uh, next week uh, after the show comes out, okay? But uh, I have had lunch with them all and they've invited me to stay in New Mexico and you next time we're over there oh, uh, in California. So oh, that's nice. Shout out to our, our uh, Yankee uh, NXS connection and we will share some more insights next week. And they weren't them. listeners, were they? But I'm hoping they're listening now. Yeah, I slipped a couple of little podcast uh, 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 QR codes into their uh, drinks, B. I spiked their drinks with a QR code. <laughs> oh, good on you. Good on you. Yeah. Can I go back to Lachlan for a second? Sure, absolutely. Well, well Lachlan has been following the podcast as just um, just on our Facebook, but he's never listened to us, bless him. But he's listening. <laughs> he, he messaged me, well, he's been messaging me all week, and he says, I'm listening to you now, and he's um, systematically going through them all. Well, I'm but- glad. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned him because he has his own radio show. Remember he told us about that? That's right, yeah. And he does it on community radio. And mm. also I promised him a gift from Michael Hutchins. Did I tell you about that on the weekend? No. What? Did I tell you? Maybe uh, I've probably mentioned this to our listeners a few a few times, but when I was at a gig in the early 90s, Michael handed me a fruit bowl. Are you going to give him your fruit bowl? Yeah, so I'm giving my fruit bowl to Lockie. You like him more than me. No, but I think this fruit bowl needs a new home. <laughs> and I've had 30 years of the fruit bowl and, and Michael very kindly gave to him, but I think that Lockie's deserving well, of the fruit Lockie's bowl. Well, Lockie's only 23. Okay. So well, he, I well, reckon he, he needs to be given the fruit bowl. Yeah. Pass it on. So, yes. so I think Lockie was ringing me today going, when can I come and pick up the fruit bowl? So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, but I, I've had a good run with the fruit bowl and uh, it now needs a new home. So it's a gift mm. from from Michael to me on to Lockie. So thank you, Lockie, for uh, being a younger fan and taking this band into the new ether. There was a couple of other girls as well that had come up from Melbourne and they stayed at Wollongong, but they didn't know about yes. the Don't Change gig and they missed yes. out. Oh, yes. no. Well, well I, and again, I apologise to the, the, the two girls there because their names escaped me, but they were the two I mentioned before who uh, through had grown up in the eastern suburbs and then we had some mutual yes. friends and interests who they 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 know now and still do. And yeah. you're right, they, they had just done the Wollongong thing or near Wollongong, I think Shell Harbour, 
And then they were, they just stayed in the hotel thinking there was not much to do with Wollongong tonight, oh. <laughs> of which there was. And oh. just 15 minutes down the road, we were all Jeez, at the Don't Change gig. So, yeah. Oh, dear. Right, you have to listen to the podcast, girls, because you don't want to miss out on all these yes. parties that we're going to. Yes. Well, yes. yes, it was. It was wonderful and it wrapped up and everybody sort of went home. And then I gave um, Chris Kafaro a call and we met him for, for, um, for, for dinner and then he took us round to the English bar but you got there before us so what what was it like before we got there well, at the after party yeah so mm. a little after party there and I was you know one one foot in Sydney one foot gee I need to get back to Melbourne tonight or yeah. tomorrow morning and I popped in there and had a look around and I was probably the first of the regulars there but uh, I decided to get myself a chicken and chips and then book an airline ticket home that <laughs> night not thinking you're coming um, but uh Worked out pretty well anyway because we had a bit on our plate the next day. But, um, um, yeah, it was great that you got a chance to reconnect with Chris who you did the podcast with earlier and – He's obviously got an event coming up soon with his greatest photo hits, hasn't he, Boo? Yes, this weekend. It's um and, and um, yeah, don't miss that. It's um we'll we'll put it out in a description of the yeah. address for everybody. Um, but the after party was good. I met a few people there. Uh, well, a lot of the bands and and the performers that had been at the um at the cafe, at the lab- yeah. yes, were yeah. there. And there was one guy singing to us, and it was very intimate. It was one of those long, stretchy bars, wasn't it? Um. Bit expensive, but it was okay. <laughs> it was, yeah. it was, it was, um, it was, um, it was a good night. And I got chatting to Sai, who you mentioned earlier. It was at the Arias as the uh, backing singer. Yeah, really cool guy. He's got a band called um, the Kangaroo Band. Um, so yeah. Check, check him out. There's a few people asked me about him because he was just a little bit different. He's very avant-garde. I've, I've checked out his Facebook page and he's wearing a wedding dress on a skateboard going down the middle of um, um, Bondi Beach. Uh, <laughs> so he's very, he's a lot of fun. He's a lot of fun. It sounds then, like Billy Idol meets Kick. Yeah. It was very, yeah. <laughs> a white wedding. I, I, <laughs> a did like, I did like it, but he was, he was actually quite, not shy, but he was quite reserved when I met him. He was lovely. And then I met this really, really, really cool guy called Kevin that um, I um, had the pleasure of um, interviewing this afternoon, Hayden. So I've got a little yes. interview with him if I could um, play this to you. Well, I'm joined today by the gorgeous Kevin from Coco Corolla. How'd you come up with that name? Um, funny that enough, I was I was in another band called Swipe, mm. and I had a mate of mine called Simon, and he's quite a good guitarist, but it wasn't my style. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I've got the current guitarist who we played with on Sunday, Gawain Gab Dogs. Mm-hmm. Well, I ended up playing with him, and then um, we played a gig one night, and um, I said, Look, "You're on rhythm, and Gawain's on, or Gab Dogs is on lead," and he cracked the shits. And I was actually doing some work with him, doing some building work with him at the time. Yeah. Because you were fired. And actually on the radio, there was like Adam and Yance, one of those songs, you know. And, yeah. and I said, you're out of the band, you know. And then Adam and Yance was on, on the thing. And then I, and I said, um, and he goes, what do you mean I'm out of the band? I said, yeah. I goes, it's lost its flavour because Adam and Yance was on. Oh, yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. And then, oh, 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 Ant Music, I said, Swipe Music's lost its flavour. It's turned to Coca-Cola. Uh, 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 and then that's how I got it. 
Yeah, it was meant to be. It was there for you, for the taking. Well, I met you at the weekend. Um, It was the Hutch Fest, um, Hutch Festival that we uh, sort of had for Michael at Bondi. How did that come about? Because you you, you know Greg Pirano, do you? I do, actually, yeah. Um, For a few years, Greg used to play soccer off the ball. Really? In the same it's club. It's quite sporty, isn't it? Because you he's, he's, yeah, he's yeah. surfer as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just like, you know, and then back in the days, probably about 15, maybe 18 years ago, I remember Greg would play and we'd play every week. And I never really knew much about Greg, you know, like we just played soccer. And then, you know, from time to time we'd be out and about and we'd talk about music. And then um, and I'd send him a couple of my tracks and, you know, he's going like, oh, this is like, he goes, you remember that track? He goes, that's, that's the hit, you know? And then I was saying, oh yeah, I goes uh, at one stage, it looked like it was going to get quite well produced and go somewhere and then something happened and it, it never got put out. Anyway, and then a few years later, I just bumped into him. And then, you know, he's moved back to Bondi from Melbourne. Yes. And I had a cup of coffee with him and he was talking about the Hutch Fest. And he said, look, you know, would you like to be involved and, you know, do a few tracks? And I was going like, oh, it's a, it's a big, it's big shoes to follow in. You know, Michael Hutchins in excess, you know, like, but I, thought, I was excited by the idea of it. I was thinking, yeah. Like, yeah, this would be great, you know. And one thing led to the other, and we had a few coffees here and there, and it sort of snowballed. And then we sort of got together and then worked out the PAs and like the instruments and the, the bass amp and all that other stuff. And then, uh, then the time came and it was, it happened. It was really good because I think I rocked up when you were actually playing, I think. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. So you're uh, my first introduction. You did really well saying it is big shoes, but, I mean, it wasn't yeah. you stepping into In Excess. It was more no. just a tribute to yeah. um, the the life of Michael. Um, and the, who else was there? I know there was um, Simon McGritchie. Yeah, Simon McGritchie was there. Gav Dogs who plays with me lead guitar, he, he played throughout the, the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember all of them, to be honest with you. There's a few of them I don't There was a know, girl there too, wasn't there? Yeah, there was there? a girl, Celine. Her name's Celine. And yeah. I don't know, just like, you know, it's like when you get asked to perform an excess song, and, you know, like, I do love an excess and they're great musicians and Michael's a, a great front man, you know, like, and but not really ever playing their songs because, you know, like I've always played my own and yeah. just never done covers. Yeah. So that's probably the first cover I've ever covered live. Pretty much of an honour to be part of something, now, especially on um, yeah. it was the 25th anniversary of his passing as well. And the rain, yeah. what about that? Do you know that uh, that, that happened yeah. at his funeral? Well, that's what Greg said, yeah. It's just yeah. Like, um, yeah. Uncanny. It's like, which is kind of bizarre. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. That's a nice touch. It's a nice touch. It was a beautiful touch, yeah. It was uh, really came down and then we just left with this beautiful rainbow at the end. See, growing up, I had this thing about Australia for some reason. I always thought either I'd live in France or somewhere else. And it just happened to, you know, I thought I met these girls in Egypt on a boat and they were Australian. They were really cool. They had bandanas on everything. I think they're really you know, sophisticated women. I mean, where do you come from? They had this really lovely accent. And I thought, Australia. Then I realised, <laughs> I, re- I researched things about Australia. Then one of them ended up with in excess like this, this band coming through. And then I thought, I've got to go and watch this band play. So I just went on my own off the cuff. And I must have been about 17 or 18 because I remember driving a Volkswagen Beetle up to Wembley, <laughs> the yeah. arena, parking yeah. it, um, scoring tickets outside from a scalper. 
um, and then going in on my own, and because none of my mates really were into like Australian music, mm-hmm. um, in there I met two really lovely girls. One was in this red dress, right, and we just all hit it off. We were dancing and everything. And I remember that song, the red dress came on. Yeah. And she was the only one in that place with a red dress. <laughs> and it's just like, like everyone just opened up. And then there she was like this. Oh, it was amazing. bless her. Yeah. Like, yeah. So that's, that's, that's a memory I had from NXS. So, you know, and I, the music was great, you know, like, you know, because mm-hmm. you've got to think about the music because the music is timeless, isn't it? Absolutely. And the music's going to last forever. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. Michael was such a sexy rock and roll star. He's one of the best, you know, like, and I think the band were just like so incredible as well. So now that the music keeps living on, that's you, right. You don't just look at Michael Hutchins, you just look at everything about the elements of that band, which is mm-hmm. incredible. Chris Murphy's done an amazing job at getting them back to being a brand as well, which is awesome. Yeah. Back yeah. to being that Michael and in excess. Yeah. Imagine, I mean, like you look back now and you think, if, if everyone was together and around now, they'd have stadium shows. Oh. It would be back to stadium. It was, it'd be like, it, it would have been so amazing, you mm-hmm. know, because I remember I had the tickets, which I still got the tickets, actually. I'll show you one day of the Lose Your Head tour because I ordered the tickets. I went and yeah. picked them up. Oh, and no. I've still got the, I've, I kept the tickets because they refunded me the money, but didn't ask for the tickets back. Yeah. And it was at the State Theatre. So it's like, um, so I would have got to see them again then. But yeah, that's, I mean, that's one thing I love about music. It's just not in excess. It's other bands that, you know, especially Australian bands that you can get into. Oh, yeah. It's like that there's so many good bands around at that era, in that era. Mm. You know, but I only really realized who they were when I came to Australia because a lot of them did come out of Australia. Yes. I mean, in excess, lucky enough. Um, Crowded House. Crowded House. You know, yeah. Tops. Like you know. Sunny Boys. Sunny Boys. And now yeah. you've got, um, yeah, and then there's just, there's just they're all, all the old ones are all coming back and touring again as well. That's know, really know, yeah. cool. Yeah. So maybe, yeah. We can get, maybe we can get support with them. You know what I mean? <laughs> <It'd be nice. laughs> That'd be good so, for you. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be great. Yeah, why not? Yeah. You know, yeah. it's uh, be a bit of fun. It would be so, fun. Apologise for the NXS fans for some of my vocals, you know, because like, it's like, you know, like you're in the moment, you know, you've got to give it Don't. some. Don't you worry about that. Don't you worry about that. You'll forgive them. Thank you. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. Ciao. All right. Well, that was a good little nugget there, B. And and I think just, you know, it's just interesting. Going away from that particular weekend, uh, without getting sort of deep meaningful, it was an emotional week, you know, for everybody. And I know for you particularly, you know, you're, you're a very, you know, emotional sort of person and have a great little heart. And, you know, it was a, probably a, a week for you that probably tested, you know, your emotions a bit. And, you know, uh, me, the crusty old bloody, you know, cynical half-wit me, you know, probably, you know, still steals the heart up not to sort of, you know, necessarily always, you know, um, commit to emotion every year that it's Michael's passing. But, I think the thing that we would say to our greater community and what we've tried to do with this podcast, you know, through, you know, the goal to get them into the Hall of Fame and that sort of thing, but we just try to create a little bit of a community and 
we got a chance to engage uh, in a bigger community uh, and other people are part of that InXS community. And if you are feeling a little bit down about Michael, a little bit down about the band or feeling a bit melancholy, well, there is many people out there that you can reach out to. And uh, the music lives on and um, I think the memories live on. And it's lovely that even though 25 years have passed, somebody special as Michael still connects with people on a bigger level and everybody shared in that experience over the weekend. Whether you were, whether you were uh, one of the 500 people in the audience, don't change, or whether you know you were um, somebody who was at the Lamrock Cafe, or somebody was just walking past and decided to grab a seat and get caught up in the emotion. Um, it's great to share an experience with other people, and that's why people join clubs and groups because it's a shared experience. So I just felt like be going home that night. I felt very fulfilled. Yes. Being part of this community. And I want to thank mm-hmm. everybody who was around and everybody um, who, you know, was touched by NXS because it feels good yes, being part it of was. it. It was. I'll also say that there was a, a friend there that I lost contact with and um, it was good to get a hug from him too. So hello yeah. to, uh, to Vincent too. So it brought a lot of people together, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And this is a guy that B hit it over the head with a sledgehammer of abuse three months ago. No, 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But uh, no, no, look, hey, listen, let's be frank. You know, you had a different opinion on something, but you know what? The bigger picture is not about personalities. It's about the band and the occasion of Michael, you know? And I think that's important, isn't it, you know? It wasn't on difference opinion, actually. It was It was my – what I'd done was taken out of context Um yeah. And we were all just doing something for the love of Michael, but yeah, it just, yeah. it just um, that's 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 the internet for you, isn't it? Because you is, can only yeah. you can't put your emotions into words. Sometimes it's just words on paper, and it's how you read them. Yeah. And my last little shout-out, B, before we close off, is I want to do a big shout-out to Wollongong. I've never been there before, <laughs> and I got into this high car that I think was built for someone five foot four. And I'm just sort of short of six one, so my <laughs> knees were sort of, you know, uh, being my nostrils were sniffing my knees as I drove down to Wollongong. <laughs> <laughs> so as I was going sort of through Wollongong, I, I looked out to my uh, sorry up in the hills, apparently the mountains and the escarpment. I was looking to my left and I saw this beautiful lookout onto the Wollongong town down below and the beach and everything there. And coming into Wollongong, I thought, what a pretty little place and, and mm. what a pretty little drive. So shout out to Wollongong, uh, you're cute, and I'm, I love coming back very soon. And I just wanted thank Don't Change and Dion and Blair and the boys for inviting us in the first place down there. It, we we hope to have made it something special together. Um, I feel that we made it special for us. Um, and thank you again. And I hope um, this isn't the, the last time that we all do something together. And wherever you are in the world, you know, there's more in excess cover bands coming up. Just go see one. Go hang out. Go meet them. Tell them what they mean to you. You know, contribute. You know, be a part of something. I mean, it's not the same. It's not the band. But you know what it is? It's keeping the band's legacy alive. And get involved. Hey, this is David from Derby. Hi, this is Katie from England. G'day, it's Paul from Sydney. Hi, this is Ella from the Netherlands. This is Dr. Jim and that's a wrap. 
before I think we don't really need to do fan engagement today. Ironically, we've dedicated a whole episode to it, but we guess probably just want to say a big thank you to everybody out there. And just on my behalf, I just want to thank everybody who was so diligent at the Don't Change concert, just with the table and the pull-up banners and all the print work you put into things uh, and all the team behind the, uh, there helping away and Helen Kirkwood's daughter there and some people we mentioned earlier in our main body of the podcast. Uh, big thank you from me. And I know um, I could see your little pride in your face seeing the little team gathering around being uh, part of our journey, B. Yeah, yeah, and it was great. No, thank you very much. All right. Um, auctions, well, we can uh, uh, release the winner of our auction, B, because we had the, uh, I guess, the original Sin uh, repurpose uh, covers, in excess covers album done by the band themselves that John produced. And uh, we had a successful winner of that signed CD uh, of that album that uh, went out last week. So do you want to maybe announce the winner of that, B? Yes, congratulations to Peter Law. That was awesome. Thank you very much, Peter, for helping us. Um, we do need those funds. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, so thank you very much. And and thank you, everybody, who keeps on donating. Yes. And and Peter's been a great contributor to the podcast mm. with uh, especially these auction items. So thank you very much. Um, all right. Now, B, uh, we uh, uh, urge you very much after Gary's uh, cold to have him on our show very soon. Yes. Uh, but we're putting together uh, probably a double, maybe even a triple episode with Gary. So upcoming episodes, um, you know, it's fantastic to have John and Gary so close together. Um and just in musical terms, there's often a link between the bass guitar and the drums. They're generally a, a symbiotic type, you know, relationship when they play. So it'll be good to align both those podcasts together. And uh, we've already had be a lot of uh, uh, patron questions come in mm-hmm. for us to pose to Gary. So I guess we could encourage that to continue, couldn't we? Yes, please carry on uh, doing that. You can uh, message myself or Hayden or email us um, at our... Um... Just trim them down a little bit. We had a couple oh, of War and yeah. Peace ones okay. that were very long. <laughs> yeah, because they're uh, not going to happen, guys. I'm no, sorry. No. You have so to make just, them quite snappy. Just make it punchy. Then we can get your name in. Mm. If it's too wordy and long, we won't get enough time to get your name in. So it's, we'll do that. Yes. And also, I've got something special happening without you very oh. soon. And hi. Oh, okay. oh really? sorry. You're yeah. getting married. Can I marry some men twice or three times? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry. You keep going. No. Um, well, I'll just listen out something special. Um, little bit left field will be happening. No, you can't. You can't, no, you can't. No, no, I'm get, I'm you, just, can't, you can't get on a podcast and say you're right, about to do well, something. You're going you're solo, going, are you? You're going on holiday for a bit, remember? Am I? Yes, you are. Where am I going? I don't know. I thought you were going up a mountain or something. To get to the dirt. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Don't That's kiss falling the down the mountain. Right. <laughs> Don't kiss Okay, the well, this is some cryptic thing Beast talking about, so I'm not yes. sure what it is, yes. but yes. stay tuned, apparently. Anyway, um, I have got a competition on the back oh, okay. of what we yes. did. Yes. yes. So Greg Pirano, thank you very much for putting on um, this weekend at Bondi. Um, what was the cafe called again? It was called the Lamrock Cafe, yeah, uh, Lamb right Rock. on the uh, Bondi area there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was such a good venue. And all dotted around, he'd actually um, got photos of Michael, put them in plastic, blessing, because he knew the weather was going to turn. Um, yes. And he handed me this one, Hayden. Now, oh, wow. I've asked him about it. And he says, I said, who's the guy with Michael? So I'll just explain what the picture is. It's Michael leaning into the camera, red top on, black trousers. His hair's actually straightened. So it does look a little bit different, doesn't he? 
can you see? Mm. And then yeah. I asked as a, a random guy with pink, pink hair and sparkly trousers, and he says he is. He's just a random. So I remember now there is more of these pictures, but it's more people around him. Mm. It was done by a photographer called David Sims for a magazine called George in, in yep. um, LA, which was done by JFK or something, like someone was saying. Yeah, so J- JFK Jr., JFK, JFK Jr. Jr. had his own, I think, magazine publication that he put mm. together before he passed away. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Now this isn't the originals, but they're not they're, they're not out there. How big would you say that was? It's quite big, isn't it? Well, it's probably sort of uh, you know you think a big, one, big sheet, big, well, a big sheet, a, a big poster sheet, and there's five individual photos on the one sheet. So, mm. Um, mm. what we wanted just to do, we're not posting this on Facebook. I think uh, Greg was just like, these are private photos; that a lot of them haven't been seen, uh, etc. There. I'm happy uh, to give it away to a really lucky person. Now, right. in order to get this, you have to subscribe to our newsletter via our website, and yes. then we're going to pick the winner. We will pick okay. the winner. We will pick the winner in about two or three weeks' time. Give you chance to actually listen to the podcast. We draw out of your hat again, or what was that thing we drew out of last? I was time? thinking my bra this time. What oh, do you reckon? Right. Do you like that? Would you like me to see well, me put my hand I won't down say there's plenty of room down there to fill all the tickets. <laughs> I would never say that, okay? All right, because that would be highly inappropriate for me to say that. Well, all right, and right, we'll, we'll use the hat. Well, we get Dolly Parton to help us out. We might be able to fit one ticket down there. <laughs> I reckon that's a great prize. Hello, guys. Anyway, going <laughs> back onto the prize. So, yeah. great so there's prize. So no, there's no monetary contribution. This is a no. this is a, a, a free prize, but something very, very special, and thank you again to Greg. Yes, thank you, Greg. All right, now a couple of other things, just quickly, B. We're coming up to compilation season. We have alluded a few weeks ago that we would start talking about compilations because uh, we are in that little period post Full Moon Dirty Hearts, uh, pre elegantly wasted, and there's three, four, five little compilation albums that have come out. And we would like to sort of, for the real collectors in us, talk a bit about those. And for those who don't have them, just share with you some of the tracks and the different releases across different parts of the globe. So looking forward to that, uh, probably after the Gary or before the Gary episodes goes live. Um, But we're going to go with a bit of a tribute song today. And this one sort of is uh, jumping sort of ahead in the chronology a bit. But this is a song that I think Michael really, really loved. And I think when he spoke to Kirk and he spoke to some other people within, you know, he wasn't overly like, oh, this album, you know, I've got is ready to go. But I think this song I've read enough about to go, he liked this one a lot. It's very influenced by the sort of... uh, uh, bands like Massive Attack and Portishead at that particular time that were doing really well around 94, 95 across England and and, and Europe and the world, really. Um, and this song is fantastic. And I guess it's a little bit sad because the title of it probably does sort of sum up somebody who did die too young at 37 and had, you know, so many sort of possibilities and potentials ahead of them. Um, Michael was, you know, seemingly in negotiations with, uh, you know, uh, I think uh, Michael Douglas and his 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 sort of uh, agency had meetings lined up with them about some acting gigs and stuff like that. Um, 
and, and had so much to live for, which unfortunately maybe didn't see at the time. So we're going to go over with a little bit of a sad song today, but, you know, it is such a beautiful song. We thought it was fitting of the occasion. So, but we're going to go with Possibilities from his uh, posthumous solo album. Yes, this album was actually produced by Danny Saber, and I'm very, very lucky that he will be coming to speak to me very soon, and I can't wait to share that interview with you. Also, on a lovely night, I'd like to say congratulations to Pedro on the birth of his second son this weekend so congratulations to you and your wife and yes and the possibilities and I'm just going to say thank you for all your efforts over the last week it's a goodbye from me and it's a goodbye from B goodbye everybody
heard a story It sounded easy Got a new skin And I'm lying through my teeth I was shook up Intoxicated During the juices Of a possibility This is the Dutch And you've been listening to In Excess, Excess All Areas With Hayden and B. Tea.